Welcome back to the Middling Manager Hub podcast. Today we're talking about an important topic for managers, strategies for addressing bad behavior in the workplace. And this is true whether it is an employee, a former employee, a customer, or even non-customers. Despite our best efforts, there will be times when employees or customers will push the limits of propriety. Employees may respond badly to a review, or they may make a scene when they loud quit. They may have very negative reaction to a termination. And on the other hand, customers or even non-customers can also be disruptive. In some instances, they may taunt employees or record activities. So we're going to talk about some strategies that we can utilize as managers to keep the workplace professional and avoid becoming a viral sensation for the wrong reasons. So find a comfy seat, grab your headphones, and let's get going. We've probably all seen examples on social media of an employee recording their termination or an auditor recording an employee or a manager at the workplace, putting them into an awkward position, trying to see how they'll react. And this is often done to bring attention to a problem that they perceive like a form of protest. And if they don't do everything right, it's put all over social media and people can be made to look very foolish. So we're going to talk about some situations that we might find ourselves in and hopefully situations we don't find ourselves in, but we can be prepared for those just in case. And the first thing to remember, whether it's an employee or whether a customer or even a non-customer that just happens to be around, despite our efforts to keep things professional, sometimes they may um, become less so. And that is often by design of the individual. So expect emotional reactions. It's important to understand that in the case of a termination of an employee or a bad review or even a customer being told no. It's a sensitive event and emotions may run high. We can anticipate a range of reactions from anger and frustration to sadness and having empathy for the departing employee or the customer who was told no can create an emotional impact and it's so important that we treat this carefully. Another example of bad behavior we may have seen is examples of loud quitting. Sometimes these examples are quite humorous. They can be pretty funny. I saw a great song written about how the person was quitting. It was fantastic. At the same time, employees may express their frustration loudly or passionately, making a scene when they leave, or likewise, a customer making a scene. I once had a customer throw money at me because they were unhappy with something that I had told them. To handle this, we must maintain a calm demeanor and avoid escalating the situation. Allowing employees and customers to express their feelings while ensuring professionalism is an important and a challenging task. And in some cases, we may consider having a security presence nearby in the event of giving bad reviews or going through the process of termination. It's usually a good idea to have someone else with you in those situations. Let's think about the possibility of a recording. In today's world, employees and customers alike might record a termination where they feel they're being mistreated by an employee or by the manager. And so making sure that company policies on recording in the workplace are clear is a first step. If recording is not allowed, we must communicate this up front. If the employee insists, we need to maintain professionalism and reiterate the company's stance. 
Likewise, if a customer continues to record, even if they're not permitted to be present, we need to take a legally responsible position on that. Call the police, call security to have them assist with that. We must also work to control the environment. Often cases, this isn't possible. But in the situation of a termination, for example, all the employees as they leave, throwing papers around, yelling, screaming, whatever, we can opt for a private, neutral space where the conversation can occur discreetly. Prioritizing a controlled environment to prevent potential disruptions is important. At the same time, there are often situations where if we are dealing with the public, they're going to be in our work environment. And other than maintaining a professional environment in that workplace, we must recognize that there will be times where that environment may be disrupted. It's also useful to have a support system. For example, after a termination, managers might need emotional support themselves. We can establish a support system within the organization, whether through HR professionals or leadership colleagues. Debriefing with others can help manage the emotional toll of This is also useful for dealing with customers or non-customers. Keep in mind, if you put something in writing, that could come out. So be careful. But having someone you can talk to, vent a little bit with in a private and personal way can be very useful for you personally. And finally, we want to communicate internally. Proactively communicating with the team what is occurring, what will occur next is useful. For example, if we're calling the police on an unruly customer, let everyone know what's happening so we know what to expect. If it's possible to remove employees from the vicinity, go ahead and do so. Get them out of sight, again, in case they're being recorded and uh, the individual is going to attempt to shame them in some way. Addressing any concerns or questions, emphasizing a commitment to maintaining a positive and respectful work environment can be very challenging, but clear communication fosters transparency and minimizes potential rumors, whether it's for an individual who was just laid off or fired, or whether it's that unruly customer. And remember, while negative reactions are challenging, a manager's preparedness and professionalism can significantly impact the aftermath of such an event. By prioritizing empathy, clear communication, and adherence to company policies, managers can navigate these situations with resilience and integrity. And remember, a lot of times people just want to be heard. So it may be an angry customer screaming, yelling, throwing money at you, whatever it might be. And don't misunderstand. There are times we must stop that immediately. But a lot of times they just want to be heard. So try to recognize where they're coming from doesn't mean we're necessarily going to change or give them what they want, but we can be respectful in receiving the information. Let's take a look at two examples of real-world scenarios where employees may make a scene. So let's take a look at example one, loud quitting. So here's the scenario. In a retail store, an employee, let's call her Sarah, became frustrated with a customer's behavior and felt unsupported by her manager. In the heat of the moment, Sarah raised her voice, expressing her grievances and ultimately announcing her resignation loudly in front of customers and colleagues. So how should the manager respond? The manager, recognizing the potential for escalation, remains calm and empathetic. She discreetly signals for another employee to assist the customer, ensuring that the situation did not escalate further. Once the immediate tension is diffused, the manager calmly approaches Sarah and invites her to a private area to discuss her concerns. By addressing Sarah's grievances in a respectful and private manner, 
the manager demonstrates empathy and professionalism, ultimately preventing the situation from spiraling out of control. For example, too, let's talk about an emotional reaction someone has post-termination. So here's the scenario. After being terminated from his position at a tech company, an employee, we'll call him John, experiences a range of emotions, including shock and anger. Upon receiving the news, John begins shouting and making accusatory statements towards his former manager in a common area of the office. So how should the manager respond? The manager, understanding the sensitivity of the situation, approaches John with a calm and composed demeanor. Without engaging in confrontational behavior, the manager gently guides John to a private meeting room where they can discuss the termination in a more appropriate setting. Once in the private space, the manager allows John to express his emotions while maintaining control of the conversation. By providing a private and supportive environment, the manager effectively de-escalates the situation and prevents any further disruption in the workplace. In both examples, the managers demonstrate the importance of remaining calm, empathetic, and proactive in diffusing tense situations. By addressing the employee's emotions with professionalism and respect, they're often able to prevent the situations from escalating while maintaining a positive work. Next, let's take a look at a couple of real-world examples of customers making a scene and recording the manager's reaction along with how managers can handle these situations appropriately. Example one, a disruptive customer who is recording. Here's the scenario. At a restaurant, a customer who's unhappy with the service starts yelling and making derogatory comments towards the staff. The customer pulls out their phone and begins recording the interaction, aiming to capture any potential escalation from the manager. So how should the manager respond? The manager, understanding the importance of, a re of maintaining professionalism and diffusing the situation, approaches the customer calmly and respectfully. Without escalating the confrontation, the manager acknowledges the customer's concerns and apologizes for any dissatisfaction experienced. The manager offers to address the issue privately away from other customers to discuss potential solutions and resolve the matters amicably. By remaining composed and addressing the customer's concern in a proactive manner, the manager aims to de-escalate the situation and minimize any negative fallout from the recording. Let's take a look at example two, a customer taunting with recordings. Here's the scenario. In a retail store, a customer becomes aggressive and starts taunting the sales staff, aiming to provoke a reaction. Sensing the tension, the customer pulls out their phone and begins recording the staff's responses, hoping to capture any outbursts or confrontations. So how should the manager respond? The manager, recognizing the potential for the situation to escalate, intervenes promptly and calmly. Approaching the customer with a composed demeanor, the manager acknowledges their concerns and attempts to address them in a respectful manner. And attempts to address them in a respectful manner. The manager politely requests that the customer refrain from recording, citing privacy concerns and the need to maintain a peaceful shopping environment for all customers and staff. If the customer insists on recording, the manager reiterates the store's policies regarding recording and offers to discuss the matter further in a private setting. By asserting control over the situation and enforcing store policies diplomatically, the manager aims to de-escalate the confrontation and prevent any negative repercussions from the recording. In both examples, the managers prioritize professionalism, empathy, and proactive communication to handle the disruptive behavior appropriately. 
by addressing the customer's concerns calmly and respectfully while also asserting control over the situation, the managers aim to de-escalate tensions and maintain a positive environment for both customers and staff. So let's be honest, not every attempt to de-escalate a situation is going to work. If a manager's requests for a customers or employees to stop recording are ignored and they continue to behave badly, they can consider taking the following steps to manage the situation effectively. Because in some situations, the individual who we're dealing with has zero interest in being calm or professional. In fact, they're really looking at it from the completely opposite perspective of what can we do to make a scene. But here's what we can do if they refuse to follow our requests. One, remain calm and professional. Despite the disregard for the request, the manager should maintain a composed demeanor. Reacting emotionally or becoming confrontational could escalate the situation further. It's not a good look, just remain calm and professional. Politely remind the individual that recording without permission violates company policies and may infringe on privacy rights. Emphasize that the recording is not permitted on the premises. Three, offer alternative solutions. Propose alternative ways to address their concerns or grievances. For example, the manager can offer to speak privately with the individual to resolve the issues away from public view. Four, and this one's important, if these things are not working, we need to seek assistance. If the individual continues to record despite repeated requests to stop, the manager should seek assistance from higher management, security personnel, or law enforcement if necessary. They can explain the situation and ask for support in handling the disruptive behavior. Five, document the incident. Record details of the incident, including the individual's behavior, any witnesses present, and actions taken to address the situation. This documentation may be useful for future reference or in case further action is needed. And six, follow-up. After the incident has been resolved, follow up with appropriate measures, such as reviewing and reinforcing company policies regarding recording in the workplace providing additional training to staff on handling similar situations, or addressing any underlying issues that may have contributed to the confrontation in the first place. By following these steps, the manager can effectively manage the situation and minimize any negative impact in the workplace environment. It's crucial to prioritize the safety and well-being of both employees and customers while upholding company policies and maintaining your professionalism. Recording in public is a nuanced area with various legal considerations. While the First Amendment protects freedom of speech and press, including the right to gather information through recording, there are limitations based on privacy expectations, laws, and specific circumstances. No one expects you to be a civil rights attorney being able to handle these situations. However, there are some general rules and laws regarding recording in public. So let's talk about those. One, the reasonable expectation of privacy. The legality of recording in public often hinges on the subject's reasonable expectation of privacy. Public spaces generally allow recording, but private spaces or areas where privacy is expected may have restrictions. Two, public buildings and spaces. While recording in public buildings is generally permitted, there may be limits or bans on recording for security purposes or to maintain order. 
for example, shopping malls, may have their own recording policies. Three, recording from public into private spaces. Laws may restrict recording into private spaces from a public area, especially if it involves invasion of privacy, for example, using infrared cameras to see through walls. Four, permission requirements. Some states require permission for audio recordings in public, including consent from both the person making the recording and those being recorded. Special permissions may be needed for recording children. So be aware of your state's laws. Recording criminal activity. Posting recordings of criminal acts for personal gratification or commercial purposes may be prohibited in some states, although there's usually an exception for news reporting. Six, recording police officers. Recording police officers in public is generally protected by the First Amendment, but there may be limitations for public safety or security reasons. Interference with official duties or legitimate police activities could warrant restrictions. Seven, public protests and performances. Recording matters of public interest in public places, such as protests or performances, is generally allowed. However, some states may have laws regarding recording audio without permission, and copyright restrictions may apply to performances. 8. Social media terms of service. Social media platforms have their own rules and terms regarding content, including recordings. Users are bound by these terms when posting recordings on social media. 9. Right of publicity. Individuals have a right of publicity, which can require written agreements. 10. The intent and use of recordings. The intent and use of recordings, especially if they cause harm or inflict emotional distress, may be subject to legal scrutiny. It's important for individuals to be aware of these laws and regulations when recording in public to avoid legal consequences. While the First Amendment protects many forms of recording, there are limitations and considerations that may vary depending Dealing with situations of bad behavior, whether it's coming from an employee or from a customer or even a non-customer, can be very challenging. And navigating the complexities of recording in public requires a nuanced understanding of privacy expectations, laws, and ethical considerations. While the First Amendment protects the freedom to gather information and record in public spaces, there are limitations and legal nuances to be aware of, especially concerning privacy, consent, and the use of the recordings. As managers, it's essential that we're mindful of these factors when handling situations involving recording, whether it's addressing disruptive behavior from customers or employees or ensuring compliance with company policies. By prioritizing professionalism, empathy, and adherence to legal guidelines, managers can effectively navigate challenging situations and uphold a positive workplace environment. While we may be thrown into situations that we would rather not be in, as long as we remain professional and understand the limitations with which we should act, and we recognize that what we do may make it onto social media and we are responsible, we can hopefully avoid becoming memes or social media sensations for the wrong reasons. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Midling Manager Hub podcast. I hope you found the discussion on navigating ch these kinds of challenging situations, especially when recording may be involved. I hope you found it valuable. Remember, as managers, it's important to approach situations involving recording with professionalism, empathy, and a thorough understanding of legal considerations. By prioritizing respect for privacy rights, clear communication, 
and adherence to company policies, we can create a workplace environment that fosters trust, respect, and professionalism. Join us next time for more practical tips and strategies to enhance your managerial skills. Until next time, continue leading with purpose, empathy, and a commitment to the empowered workforce of tomorrow.